You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Wednesday, May 12th, it is Ian Cameron, and we have Alex B. Smith, our Ice Guys colleague, back with us. We've missed him. Uh, he was with us last weekend for a couple of shows with Melissa and Devin Didiometti that weekend, uh, I remember. But in terms of full-time, regular uh, basis, uh, we've got Alex back, and we're happy to have him back. We're also happy to have a special guest with us on the show, uh, Calvin Pepper. Uh, you see in the uh, handle there, DJ, and there's a reason for that. He is a DJ. He's a music <laughs> DJ in the EDM world, aspiring. I think there's some big things on the horizon for him. Actually, you can find his work at Beatport which is a big-time website. For, I do Spotify, type in Calvin yep. Pepper, find all my, all my stuff. Exactly. But <laughs> for the purposes of the Ice Guys show and why he's with us today, he's a big-time NHL fan, big-time Leaf fan, a fantasy yep. sport. He's a, a pro-line player. We've got to get him to, doing using better betting tools than the pro-line <laughs> lottery system, but that's another story. But yeah, He is an NHL better as well. We're happy to have him on the show. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Uh, and, and bring you back into the fold. It's like we're introducing you as a special guest. <laughs> You've been away for so long, but we're happy to have you back, Alex. I know. It's right. This is like only my third show in like the last month. I'm finally back in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, everything's good with the family now. So I was able to come back home and get ready for it. They were like, you got to go. You got playoffs coming up. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. so, so I'm so excited uh, to be back on. Glad to have you on, Calvin, uh, as an, another guest. And thanks, I've been, and thanks again to all of the great guests we've had that you know have filled in, especially with me being absent for the last two, three weeks. Like you, missed, uh, you mentioned Devin and Melissa and everybody. Uh, it's all done. Wonderful job. So it's nice to expand this Ice Guys family to a few more people. Absolutely. Yeah. 
No doubt. I mean, we've had a good, we've had lots of guests. We've had, of course, Devin on multiple times. We have Melissa Cunningham. We've had Terry Edelman on the show. We've had Ryan McDonald on. We're going to have him on again because it's been a while since we've had him on. We've had, we had uh, Dan Fritchie on once. I mean, it's been a great run of special guests on the uh, show. Of course, Adam Larson as well has done a good job. I mean, I could go on and on. Lots of good special guests. And now we bring Calvin Pepper in first time uh, special guest here uh, on the Ice Guys. Calvin, welcome in. Talk thank about you, you know, you. your experiences with uh, fantasy sports betting and your Leaf fandom as well. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, um, my dad, uh, he's born in England, but moved here when he was uh, I think in his early 30s and uh, instantly became a big hockey fan. I think he actually likes hockey more than soccer uh, now at this point, believe it or not. Um, and obviously, he's a huge Leafs fan, so he got me into it at a young age. Uh, took me to some games when I was like, I think I was like eight or nine. Actually, I think I saw Gretzky play for the the uh, the Kings when I was uh, really young. So, so yeah, I've been a Leafs fan since day one. And uh, with the betting side, I mean, I remember when I was like in grade nine, I would I'd get my uh, my buddy's mom to do our our point spreads for us. You know, give her a toonie and get her to go in and make our picks for us. And you know, our our like our, our payouts would be like 18 bucks or something but like it was so exciting so you know I've, I've always liked it It just makes the games like so much more interesting to watch you know when you got a little bit of money on the line and uh just recently i just started playing DraftKings. actually i started playing uh this year with the football season loved it and then that ended i was bummed and i was like you know what? i'm gonna try hockey and i've actually had some pretty good success uh on dk with hockey so i'm i'm running with that for for right now all right, great stuff. Yeah, keep talking about DraftKings. You're going to make our uh, colleagues at THPN very, very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some value picks. I've got some value picks for, for most of the games. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, great stuff. Uh, so, there we go. Uh, welcome in, Calvin. Let's get to it. We've got a Wednesday card to break down. We'll start with uh, note the start time here 5 p.m. Eastern. 5 PM. This is yeah. a late afternoon game. Edmonton Oilers taking on the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, you can essentially say it's one of the Ian terms here, playing for exercise, uh, these two teams, because there's really not much at stake. Teams yeah. locked into the second and the fourth places in the North Division, Edmonton and Montreal, respectively. They know who they're going to play. Edmonton's mm-hmm. going to play Winnipeg in the first round. Montreal's going to play Toronto. And for the first time, those two original six rivals will play in the playoffs head-to-head since 1979. Uh, yeah, long mate. time coming. Uh, we've got the Edmonton Oilers, minus 136 to minus 140. Uh, home f- road favorites. They've actually taken some money here. Uh, the total six shaded to the under. Uh, it looks like Edmonton's going to be rolling out McDavid, rolling out Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins. It looks like it's going to be close to a full lineup for Dave Tippett's team this afternoon. Uh, Montreal is taking it a little more cautiously. Uh, they're in a situation where they're not going to have a couple of the guys that they've been without the last few games. Of course, Price has been out for a long period of time. Dano is going to be out. And that's that sucks for if he misses time in the playoffs against the Absolutely. Leafs. You can say Dano has struggled offensively, but he's yeah. one of their best defensive forwards. And yeah. without him, it's going to be a, a much greater challenge come playoff time to shut down the Leafs. Uh, no Shea doubt. Weber remains out. Of course, Drewan and Gallagher as well. Josh Anderson is on the injured list as well as day-to-day, and I would think they'll probably Huge. be cautious with him and keep him out uh, today as well. So Edmonton might have a little bit more of a healthier lineup. I guess I would lean to Edmonton slightly here in this game. It's just I don't love getting involved with games where there's absolutely nothing at stake this late in the season with the two teams. The under makes sense a little bit too. I would lean in that direction because think about Boston-Washington last night. Neither of those teams wanted to get 
anybody hurt, nothing was on the line, and we saw a dull, drabby, plodding, low-scoring game, and it ended 2-1 to one, uh, in that one. So I could see something similar here. Uh, Edmonton and the under would definitely be the ways I would lean here uh, in this game. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Uh, what's your thoughts here, Oilers and Canadians? Yeah, I'm not going to be playing anything, but the, uh, the closest thing that I came to pulling the trigger on would be the regulation draw. This definitely feels like it could be one of those games. We saw them going to overtime in the last meeting, and that game actually meant something. Montreal needed to clinch. There was a possibility they could have moved up uh, from fourth to third if you know if they had won that game. So now you know everybody they're not playing each other. If they do, it would be in the second round of the playoffs. They just want to you know go in and, and be as healthy as, as possible. Don't risk anything. So it definitely seems like it might be a game. I always say the game's tied after five minutes. Not going to do anything. Hell, if this game's tied after the second period, we may not see anything happen at all during the third. So. Uh, this definitely feels like, you know, you want to look at something to be the under or the regulation draw. All right. Under or regulation draw would be the uh, leans here for uh, Alex. And look, you almost got the regulation draw with Boston, Washington. That's a brutal loss if you had the draw in that game. Two seconds yeah, yeah. left and Washington gets the uh, win two to one. Uh, very, yeah. very disappointing if you had a shot, uh, if you had a piece of the draw in that Bruins Capitals game last night. Uh, Calvin, here you go. You're up on the tee box for the first time in, with this game. What do you like here? Edmonton, Montreal. All right. All right. Well, for this spread, uh, I like the Canadians to cover the one and a half at minus 205. Uh, three of the last four meetings were decided by a goal. So I feel like that trend's probably going to continue in a you know pretty much meaningless game. Um, for the money line, I would, you know, Oilers, but definitely going to pass on that. And uh, definitely the under. Um, over the eight contests, they're averaging like five, just over five goals. And the last two meetings were like seven goals, I think total and you know i i just see this one as a boring defensive game so 100 percent on the under for that one all right liking the under more than anything else and it's just because there's not a whole lot on the line here uh involving these two teams going into yeah. this game we can get that sense there's it's not going to be that you know because to me you've got to have some incentive and motivation behind offense when it comes to games in the nhl you got to have some you know, reason to want to push and, and really go after it. And there's just not that really at stake here for either of these two teams. Yeah, I mean, David loves to score, but <laughs> that's true. There's always motivated. And even if he's not motivated, he can still score he can. You know, because it's not damn good. Anytime, and, anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it's difficult to stop him. And uh, just ask Montreal who let somehow Connor McDavid get behind them in overtime uh, the other night and scoring yeah. that game winning goal to beat the uh, Canadians. Yeah. Uh, next game on the uh, Wednesday slate. Now we move on down the card. Toronto Maple Leafs, Ottawa Senators, Battle of Ontario. Toronto minus 170 road favorites, total six, six and a half here, depending on where you look. Um, Toronto's clinched first. We know that. They're playing Montreal, but they're not resting the guys I thought they might be. It looks like no. they're going to have Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, all that. The, the big guns for the Leafs are going to play for the most part. On the first line, I believe, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that, that, that you're looking at shift uh, changing things up. I think Sheldon Keefe's now just tinkering with his line combinations because he just wants to see, you know, what could work, things he might be able to run with uh, come mm -hmm. playoff time. Uh, I think that's something that he might be experimenting with. Nevertheless, even though it looks like the Leafs are going to have more uh, hands on deck uh, for this game, I'm still interested in Ottawa at this plus price. When you look at the situation here, Ottawa has – really been tough for the Leafs. I mean, they I mean, played them tough. They played them competitively. A lot of one-goal games. They played four times here in Ottawa. Ottawa's won two of them. 
And Toronto, the two that they won in Ottawa were one-goal games. So Ottawa was right there pretty much uh, in every game. And it is the home finale here for the Senators as well as their season finale. So, you want, again, for teams that are without the playoffs, you say, where can they find that incentive? You see these teams in their last home game really trying to show up with a good effort. You know, yeah. win or lose, we've seen instances where these teams that are out of the playoffs really at least try to win that final home game. You know, yeah. look at Chicago. You know, they played very, uh, Dallas, I thought, very, very well in those two final home games there. I know they lost the last one in overtime, but there was there was reason for Chicago to try uh, and play their best there and want to finish the season strong. I think Ottawa wants to. All the talk is they weren't happy with the 6-1 loss to Calgary the other night. They said it was their worst game in weeks. Yeah. yeah and it definitely was uh, because the um, Ottawa Senators have been really good for the last several weeks, 8-2-1 uh, in mm-hmm. their last 11 games. Uh, I think they've got a legit chance. And look, with Toronto bringing Freddie Anderson in net here for the first time in ages, he had a two-game stint in the AHL conditioning yeah. stint with the Marlies over the weekend, and it was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. He gave up like six goals in the two games combined, fighting the puck a little bit. That's not necessarily a goalie that I'm interested in either right now and a team that may be lacking a little inspiration at a minus 170 price here in this game. And all Ottawa's done is play the Leafs tough. So I'm Mm -hmm. taking the shot here with the Ottawa Senators here, uh, plus 150 uh, in this game. As far as the total goes, it's tough because I don't think, you know, Toronto's still talking defense. It's hard to bet over, but Mm -hmm. Anderson's been, was struggling mightily over Mm -hmm. the weekend in those games for the Marlies. So maybe we could see some goals. So that's the question mark here. The total I'm going back and forth. I'll probably stay out. I lean to the over at six. I don't know if I'll bet it, but I am definitely on Ottawa here. Yeah, I am definitely on Ottawa here, plus 150. Uh, Calvin's the Leaf fan. We'll go to him first with this one. Talk about this game and also talk about how how much of a chance you – how optimistic are you for the Leafs come Stanley Cup playoff time? Which which one first? The game. About about the game? Okay, all right. Well, I'm not going to lie. Everything you said has uh, has me a little nervous for tonight, but – it's my first time on a show like this, so you know I got to roll with my boys. So, all right. So, for the spread, I'm taking the Leafs uh, minus uh, one and a half. So, the last three meetings, uh, the Battle of Ontario by a goal. Um, but the Leafs' D has been stellar. Uh, they've only allowed 11 over their last seven games and scoring uh, 27 over those games. Um, so... For the uh, total points, I'm going to go with the over six and a half. Um, Freddie and Net probably going to let in a few, but I'm banking on the Leafs scoring a lot as well. So I'm thinking maybe like a you know six four kind of game, something like that. All right, like in a higher scoring game, and it can't go against his Leafs. I understand. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I, could, be, I could be dead wrong. I liked what you were saying, but I you know. I, I you're like our you're like our good friend and a viewer and loyal viewer and listener Terry Edelman. If we brought him <laughs> on the show talking Minnesota Wild, he'd yeah. be in the same boat. He's on the Wild every man, single game. Man, my, my friends would kill me if I if I took on a lot. But you no, know, there's no doubt they're capable of winning this game. I just think from a spot and situational standpoint, this is a less than stellar one. Uh, for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. So we'll have to wait and see uh, how it goes. And again, Freddie Anderson's a big unknown, big X factor. He hasn't played an NHL game in forever. He didn't look sharp in the Marlies tune-up over the weekend. So this is going to be a fascinating observation of how Frederick Anderson plays 
uh, yeah, in that I'm, tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm really yeah. curious to see how he looks. I mean, like he, obviously he's going to be really motivated because he feels like he's lost his job. So, you know, that's a that's factor. Too, yeah. He's definitely yeah. going to be nervous as hell. So, yeah, yeah he could be. Could, could go either way. Right. Could go either yeah. way. Um, and oh, he, and, uh, I, I'll mention my uh, my value picks for DraftKings. So sure. I've got uh, Thornton's bumped up to the first line, and he's uh, he's only priced at thirty one hundred. So I feel like that's a great pick. Um, Felino on the second line at thirty nine hundred, and I, I've got I don't know I've got a hunch he's going to score his first goal as a Leaf tonight. I don't know. That's just I'm, I'm feeling it. Um, and then uh, for Ottawa, uh, Stutzla at thirty five hundred on the second line, I think is a good pick as well. I think that makes sense for Stutzla to score a goal. Yeah. Stutzla's heating up. He's played for well. Sure. He's actually scored against the Leafs yeah, a couple yeah, of times. Like two nights ago. So, yeah, I exactly. I, I could see him putting one in tonight for sure. Yeah, I think Stutzla's a good way to go. No question. And you know what? Thornton, you talk about him moving up. He's probably going to get more ice time now tonight because he's on yeah. the first line. Yeah. Um, maybe you look at shots on goal for Thornton because you're going to get a discount at that number because he's been playing yeah. lesser minutes. Yeah, maybe now he's going to play more minutes, more opportunity means maybe more shots on goal. Maybe yeah. he gets an extra point or two. So yeah, Thornton yeah. props, especially shots on goal, because you know yeah. he's going to get more opportunity playing on a yeah. top line role. For Take sure. advantage of it because you're going to get a, a weaker number because he's been you know down in the lineup most of the yeah. season. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Uh, Sens and Leafs. You know, I'm staying away from the side of this game for the reason being that uh, there's a small outside chance that if the Leafs win this game and some things happen with the, the two West Coast matchups, that they get a shot at winning the President's Trophy, which is very important this year because that means you get home ice throughout the entire Stanley Cup playoffs, including the final uh, the way that they're going to reseed one through four after the first two rounds. So that's something to keep a note of. And like you said, this is a, a rivalry matchup. These two teams always play each other tough and hard. But obviously, Toronto is the better team. I'm looking at the first period over here. And it's a bit high. It's right at my threshold of minus 150. But we've seen the over cash in the first period in six of the last eight meetings. Uh, you know, the best team in cashing first period over all season long has been the Ottawa Senators. Uh, they've had, you know, they've cashed almost 63% of their games. Uh, in the first period, and that's most of those were either high one and a half or even some twos. Uh, so you know the defense has been awful. Like I said, with the question marks with Freddie Anderson, he might let in a goal or two early. So I definitely like this first period over, even at one fifty. That'd be the one play after. I like, I like that too. That makes sense. The first period even more than the full game, because even at one and a half, even if you got to lay a little juice, because that's probably when Freddie Anderson is <laughs> first twenty minutes of the game. Because he's feeling the puck for the first time at the NHL level in months. You know, that's a very, very long time that it's been that way. And he'll probably get better and more comfortable as the game goes on, second mm-hmm. and third period. So that first period is where the rough patch could come in for Anderson, uh, you know, being in, back in an NHL game for the first time in a while. So uh, the first period over definitely got some uh, good thoughts and good reasoning behind that. No question with the Freddie Anderson situation. Uh, next game, we've got the Vegas Golden Knights and the San Jose Sharks. Vegas around minus 195 to minus 200. Road favorites, total six. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights should indeed have a uh, full lineup at their disposal tonight. Uh, just an uh, abhorrent, brutal mistake the other night to have only five uh, uh Five defensemen and ten forwards available uh, in that game against Colorado. Their capologist, you know, need, he needs to hit the road. He needs to find another profession. Uh, you can't allow this team to go through something like that in what was such an uh, imperative game. They ended up losing it to Colorado, and now they're in a situation where Vegas has got to win this game tonight, Alex and Calvin, to keep the pressure on Colorado in the division. Because if they lose somehow to San Jose tonight, all 
Colorado needs is two points in their final two games against L.A. So that could be one win. It could be a regulation or an overtime and shootout point, I should say, in both games. But they just need two points in those two games against L.A. to win the division if Vegas loses tonight. So this is important for Vegas to win this game. At least if you win tonight against San Jose, it forces Colorado to win both of their remaining games at home against Los Angeles in order to be West Division champions. So lots on the line still for Vegas. It doesn't look like Max Pacioretty's coming back uh, tonight for the uh, Golden Knights, but they've been without him now for a few games. Look, San Jose, could this be motivation for them? Play spoiler for Vegas, uh, perhaps. They have played a pretty good – they've given you good effort. They've got a lot of younger players now that uh, Bob Bugner has put in the lineup the last few games, and they're going with the youngster Josef Kozinash in net as well probably lately, although they had the uh, the young uh, – the young another young goalie in the other night uh, against Arizona. They ended up losing that game. We'll have to wait and see uh, who's in net tonight for them. They didn't have anyone confirmed at last check, uh, but I think they expect it's going to be – uh, no, it's actually going to be it's going to be Melnichuk again. Alexei Melnichuk, who was the goalie in the other night uh, against uh, Arizona. And to be honest with you, it didn't exactly fare all that well. Uh, but he's in net for San Jose, so they're giving him another look. It should be Flurry uh, in net tonight for the uh, Golden Knights. Um, mm-hmm. Even with Pacioretty out tonight for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, I do think they find a way to win this game. I'll, I'll break it now, even though we'll talk Colorado, L.A. in just a second. I'm keeping it simple here. I'm doing the Joe Public two-team parlay tonight, Vegas and Colorado, which is around minus 120 uh, to parlay both of those teams. I think they'll both win. I don't want to screw around with, obviously, regulation lines or puck lines with Colorado or Vegas and worry about whether they win by two goals or more or not. I do think both of them win, so I'll just keep it simple. Vegas and Colorado uh, money line parlay for me, minus 120, because I do think Vegas will find a way to win this game. Maybe Vegas team total uh, over as well, because Melnichuk, you know, it was okay, but wasn't anything to write home about in that start over the weekend. Uh, and we know San Jose's defense is still as shaky as it gets. And a lot of green, inexperienced players in terms of playing at the NHL level uh, are in their lineup right now. So Vegas should be able to find the back of the net. I might bet that team total over three and a half as well. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Vegas and San Jose. Yeah, I am on that Vegas uh, team total over three and a half, laying a dollar 15. Vegas has won eight straight meetings against San Jose. And in seven of those contests, they've scored three or more goals. Uh, He said it's Melanchuk in that he's not, uh, you know, he's definitely not even an NHL backup by my standards. I have him ranked pretty low. Uh, as far as goaltenders go. So I think this would be a game that said Vegas needs this one. They want to try and wrap up that first spot. Like I said, not only would it be uh, the first spot in the division, but that would be they would get the President's Trophy uh, no matter what happens with that Toronto game that I mentioned. So they could take care of everything as far as home ice goes. And also, they don't want to drop down second and have to deal with the Minnesota Wilds. But ask me, do I think they have a good chance to make it out of that first round. I think the Wild would have a better chance against uh, Vegas seeing that their history, they've dominated them. Uh, no matter how good the Vegas team has been over the last four years, they've had troubles with Minnesota. So uh, they want to avoid that matchup. They'd rather play St. Louis so they can go and take care of business. They control their own destiny. I think they get the win tonight. But uh, the only thing worth value playing with Vegas would be that team total over. All right, Vegas liking the team. Uh, Alex liking the team total over three and a half on the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Calvin, what's your thoughts here? Vegas, San Jose. Uh, all right. Well, for this spread, I've got the Knights um, at minus one and a half covering that. Um, Vegas has won all seven meetings this year, so I, I'm 
looking for them to complete that sweep to uh, clinch the division. Uh, even with uh, Pacioretty out, I think I think they're still going to take this one. Uh, total points, I'm going to pass on that one. Um, the Sharks are averaging two goals per game against the Golden Knights this year, so basically it would come down to you know how many how many pucks the uh, the Knights can put in the net. And a uh, couple uh, value picks, I've got uh, Patrick Marlowe bumped up to the second line at the minimum price tag of 2500 on DraftKings. And uh, Matthias Janmark uh, playing on the first line at uh, 3100 So two yeah, there, uh, good picks there. Yeah, Matthias Janmark was a nice little addition for Vegas. I really think yeah. that. And you're right. Yeah, this makes sense for San Jose. This is their final game uh, of the season. Patrick Marlowe's final NHL yeah, yeah, game. Give him, give him some more minutes, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, does that inspire an effort for San Jose tonight? You know, so yeah. off the winner. <laughs> that's why I don't want to score. Marlo, Marlo coming out with a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, Vegas has owned them still, and I think they'll still take care of business. But that's exactly why I'm in a parlay with Vegas and Colorado. I'm not messing around with regulation and puck lines on Vegas tonight. Yeah, Just yeah. get the win. It could be close. Could be a one goal win. But I think they do get the win, so I like that parlay, and I like the team total. And uh, Calvin, okay, keep an eye on Marlow. Maybe, maybe Marlow yeah. gets a bump of player props tonight. More ice yeah. time. They're trying to showcase him. It's his final game ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the Patrick Marlow show uh, yeah. going at the Sharks yeah. tonight. Like it like will it. be his final game. Uh, so definitely an angle worth keeping an eye on there. Uh, next game on the uh, slate as we move on uh, down the uh, card, we've got the uh, L.A. Kings and the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado minus three thirty. Home favorites, total five and a half shaded to the under. Look, L.A. has been playing pretty feisty, pretty competitive uh, down the stretch, but they lost the last home game of the season for them against St. Louis the other night, uh, two to one in overtime. Now they go on the road, face a Colorado team with obviously a lot on the line, still can win the division. Uh, I don't know if I trust L.A., even though they've been playing scrappy to go in there and get the uh, job done. Of course, the Avalanche are starting to get a little bit healthier. They've had a lot of uh, injuries lately, but at least getting McKinnon back uh, the other night was significant for them uh, in the uh, victory that they had against the uh, caller against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, so we'll see if they can uh, build on that uh, going into this game tonight. Uh, you look at their lineup, uh, McKinnon. Uh, actually, you know what? This his status for tonight um, won't play uh, McKinnon. They're going to keep him. They're going to keep it cautious with him. So yeah. McKinnon out Wednesday and also out tomorrow night when they play the uh, LA Kings uh, again. So again, that's worth it. I mean, as much as you want to still win the division instead of Vegas, you know, don't do it. If, if he's got some ailing injury, which it looks like he does, you know, rest him, make sure he's ready uh, for the playoffs here uh, going into this game. So no McKinnon tonight for the Avalanche. Uh, Grubauer, though, confirmed uh, in net. We don't know who the goalie is for the Kings. It's probably going to be Peterson. Uh, Cal Peterson, but not confirmed just yet. Like I said, I've got Colorado in the second leg of that two-team parlay with Vegas. That's about it for me uh, on this game. Uh, Alex, what's your take here? L.A., Colorado. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from this game, but I, I would recommend if people do like it to probably wait and jump in live. Uh, if this one's scoreless after maybe five or ten minutes, you can get a lower price than laying 350 or, or even get a plus price on the on the puck line with Colorado. Uh, with an adjusted price, but I would bet anything pregame here. Even the first period over was a little bit iffy. We've seen Colorado kind of go up and down with that uh, proper times. And with Grubauer back in net, obviously I want to give him work and get him sharpened up, uh, getting ready for the playoff run. He's going to be uh, a key. I mean, I, I tweeted about it yesterday. I said, you know, Colorado's got eight goalies and seven of them are terrible. The only one they got that uh, can, can make them 
you know, go to the, you know, take them to the, to a cup run would be Grubauer. So uh, it's imperative that he gets into, you know, full focus with this game. But uh, if, they, if they trail, you know, early in this one as well, they might just pack it in. Like I said, they're not going to skate any of their top guys. Leave the game. So it's definitely one where you want to look at some in-game opportunities, but nothing pre-game. Yeah, definitely. It might be a live game, a live in be- uh, game uh, opportunity for Alex from a, a betting standpoint here with the Kings uh, and uh, the Avalanche. Uh, Calvin, what's your thoughts here with the uh, Kings and Avs? All right. Well, uh, I've got the Kings to cover the uh, the one and a half spread uh, with decent value at uh, plus one fourteen. The Avs have won five of six, but three have been decided by just a goal. And also with Nate McKinnon out, I, I feel like it's going to be a, a close game. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm t- I, I think Colorado is going to win, but I think it's going to be by by just a goal. Um, if I'm going to take the uh, total points, I'd, I'm going to go with the under, but uh, probably would stay away from that one. And a uh, couple of uh, value picks, uh, Andreas Athanasiou, hard to pronounce that guy's name. Yeah, it's that's a tough one, Athanasiou. Yeah. <laughs> Andre, uh, Andreas right. Greek, yeah. Uh, and I've got him, he's, on the fir- he's playing on the first line. Uh, priced at 3200 and then uh, Elias Anderson, um, he's playing on the second line at the minimum price of 2500 uh, playing alongside Velarde and uh, LaFollow. So, and uh, so I think that's a pretty good uh, value pick there. Maybe just, you know, get a second assist or something like that at, at a price like that. It's worth it. Yeah, you know what? That's the, that's the substitute for if you have trouble with that last name, you just call him Andreas the Greek. There you go. Well, take <laughs> right. care of it. Noted. Noted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but the Kings, you're right. And Calvin likes the plus one and a half goals here at a plus price with the LA Kings. And, you know, that could hit. I, I get the sense I'm going to be sweating this Vegas-Colorado parlay out tonight. I, I get the sense that they could win, but it's not going to be easy for either of these sides tonight. But uh, yeah. uh, And LA, definitely, they haven't rolled over down the stretch. Uh, even though they're going on the road to finish the season, sometimes I'd rather have the non-playoff teams at home rather than on the road. Because sometimes that that effort wanes a little bit when they go away from home in those remaining games. But still, uh, L.A. has been uh, putting up a decent effort and staying in most games lately, no question uh, about that. Final game now, Minnesota Wild and the uh, St. Louis Blues. Uh, we've got Minnesota Road Chalk here in this game, right around minus uh, 140 to minus 145 here in this one. Total five and a half shaded to the over. You know, I think it is uh, a situation where the money's come in on Minnesota because they should have the healthier lineup tonight. I don't think Dean Evison's keeping many guys, if any, out tonight. It looks like he's going with uh, pretty much, for the most part, a regular lineup uh, for the uh, Minnesota Wild tonight. I'm seeing Kaprizov. I'm seeing Rask. I'm seeing Spurgeon, Fiala, uh, Zuccarello, Dumba, Suter, Eric's like everybody for the Minnesota Wild. It's all hands on deck. On the third line. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be a full bore lineup tonight for Minnesota. St. Louis, on the other hand, Craig Berube, we said this with Jimmy on the show yesterday and actually or maybe even a couple days ago. St. Louis might be playing it a little bit more cautiously in these last, you know, regular season game or two. A lot of guys 30 years of age or older on this Blues team. They've had a lot of injuries this year. Sammy Blay, uh, Vladdy Tarasenko, uh, you know, Oscar Sundquist, Vince Dunn. You know, they've got guys out, and they're an older team that's played a lot of hockey, playoffs mm-hmm. past the last few years, maybe be a little bit more cautious with them. It still looks like you're going to have at least many of the key top six forwards playing tonight. O'Reilly, Shen, Perron, Hoffman, 
they're all looks like they're going to be in. Tory Crew came back from injury, and because he had been out for so long, he's playing tonight because um, they need to get him, you know, back in the form prior to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Tory Krug on that blue line. So uh, I don't know. I don't hate the move toward Minnesota. I'd probably only look toward the Minnesota side in this game. I just don't want to lay this much now. Uh, minus 140, uh, minus 145. Uh, Huso and net, maybe a wild team total over. You know, you know, I don't really have all that much confidence in Billy Huso uh, for the Blues uh, with the way he's played the majority of the season. So I'd lean a little to Minnesota, maybe like the team total. Maybe I will get involved with the team total side on Minnesota. Uh, but other than that, uh, not a strong thought for me or a betting opinion on this game. Alex, uh, what about you here? Wild versus Blues. Yeah, two plays I like in this one. I like this first period over. Uh, one and a half minus a dollar twenty-five. I know we, you know, got burned a couple of times with this. Uh, you know, let, they've only cashed one of the last four uh, meetings going going over, but uh, there was a couple of really close chances where you know this game was one zero, could have been one one or two nothing uh, going into that spot. Wild have been really good at, at cashing the first period over, but what I like even more than that is the regulation draw plus three twenty-five. Five of the last six Minnesota games have gone in overtime, and three of the last four meetings with St. Louis have gone in overtime. So even with uh, you know St. Louis resting a few guys, this, you know this is a wild team. They haven't just been putting teams away as of late. Uh, when you, yep. you know drawing with teams like Anaheim and St. Louis, so like I said, they could get up to a lead early and then maybe let it back in, or just be one of those kind of back and forth games. But uh, except like you know no one wants to risk any kind of injuries or anything like that. So this definitely has that feel of if it's tied late. They're not going to you know, risk anything, just going to try to settle it for the extra point in overtime or a shootout. So regulation draw plus 325 and the first period over minus $1.25. All right, there you go. Two plays over one and a half first period and the draw at a very good plus price north of plus 300. That makes sense, the draw, because you're right. Minnesota had their hands full both games against Anaheim, you know, a much weaker Anaheim team. And, of course, look, they were fired up beyond belief, Anaheim, in the second of those games for Ryan Miller's final game. That definitely played a part in it. They came back to force overtime, but you're right. They play close games right now, uh, Minnesota. They're not really pulling away, extending margins, extending leads, letting teams back into games, certainly sometimes when uh, they've had a lead. Uh, that draw could be very live in that game. Uh, definitely might be worth a sprinkle there, Minnesota-St. Louis, that draw. Uh, bet, no question about that, especially given the propensity for close games head-to-head -head, uh, with these two teams this season as well. Uh, Calvin, what's your thoughts here, Wild and Blues? All right. Uh, so for the spread, I like the wild uh, to cover the minus one and a half uh, plus 175. So obviously there was the the one uh, nine one blowout uh, of the blues uh, over the wild. But every other meeting has been close. Four of six decided by just a goal. Um, and for the money line, I, I'm 50-50 I'm whether I'm going to go with it, but I'm going to go with the wild if I do. Uh, they looked good in their last uh, win against them, 4-3. And uh, I, I feel like they can uh, make it two in a row to close out the season series. And uh, for the total points, um, leaning towards the over, but probably going to pass on that. And to finish off my value picks, I've got uh, Ivan Barbashev playing on the first line uh, alongside Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron. And he is at the minimum price of 2500 so wow. definitely could sneak in an assist or two playing alongside those guys at the minimum value. And then obviously you, you, you can stack the hell out of your team with, you know, some, some top end guys. And then uh, I also like uh, Jordan Greenway playing on the first line, 3,400 playing along, alongside uh, Erickson Eck and Marcus Felino. And uh, Felino again on the first line is a great value at 2,800. 
All right, there we that's some good finds there. You're right. We want to find those players that get a bump in ice time because yeah, they're exactly. up a line or two, and that's where the value is. And you're gonna get that with Ivan Barbashev, close shave Barbashev, as yeah. I like to say St. <laughs> Louis yeah. Blues there. Uh I mean, yeah. First line, uh, first line minutes for minimum price, like you gotta take that. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh question about that that's pretty i always i haven't had to i haven't broken that one out for a while but barbershop yeah <laughs> Barbershop commercials yeah uh but he'll be playing up the lineup tonight for the uh, st louis blues uh that's a good find there by you and the fact that you know again with these guys when they're getting bumped up a line or two and now they're playing in a top six role and they haven't been you're going to get value with their player props too not just in yeah. the fantasy lineups but the player props shots on yeah, goal yeah. You know, exactly. all of those kind of props, you look at that with exactly. some of these players that are going to get a bump in ice time tonight. So Barbashev shots on goal, Thornton for the Leafs shots yep. on goal, uh, players that are getting this increased uh, ice time. Marlowe tonight for San Jose. Yep. Uh, there's a bunch of them. I'm taking Marlowe on my DK. I'm taking Marlowe for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's it's share turn back time night maybe yeah. for uh, Patrick yeah. Marlowe. We'll have to wait Let's and go. see. Can you go out with one big bang here and it's probably his final ever uh, NHL game tonight for the uh, San Jose. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll be trying to get him the puck, right? Like, yeah, oh, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. There's going to be some thought process yeah. there to feed him yeah. the puck, give him these opportunities. Yeah, uh, no question. Uh, great stuff. Uh, that is the Wednesday NHL card. Uh, Alex back in the fold with us now. He'll be back tomorrow as well, Jimmy as well. And we thank Calvin Pepper uh, for joining us as a thank special guest. Thank you so much for today. having me. We appreciate it. Glad to have you on. And uh, yeah, so let people know too because you know. You, you were saying to me the, just uh, yesterday, you know, the music career's flowing a little bit. I'm going to take you know, off. Give you a chance yeah. to mention it here. Uh, yeah. What's what's yeah. on the horizon for you in terms of your DJ and producer stuff? Uh, All right. Well, uh, in terms of uh, productions, I've had uh, I got three tracks signed to uh, Spacecraft Recordings um, in the last week. And uh, gigs wise, I'm playing in uh, Texas on May 21st. And then I've got a four gig tour in uh, Mexico from uh, June 10th to 22nd. So some, some nice. big things coming up. Super excited yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Super excited to be involved in like a atmosphere with a bunch of people again after this terrible yeah. pandemic. Again. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. No doubt. Uh, well, good luck and all the best with Thank that. You. No question. And thanks for joining us again on the show. Before we get to best bets, uh, to wrap up this show, uh, we're going to remind you again, as always, and hey, Calvin's been mentioning it with his uh, DK lineups. Get on board with DraftKings. Uh, download the DraftKings and on the sportsbook side, download the DraftKings sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN, uh, NHL, NBA, MLB on a daily basis. Uh, lots in the sports betting world right now. And when you download the DraftKings sportsbook app and sign up for that account, you'll get uh, a weekly specials, weekly incentives, a deposit bonus on your first deposit. So check it out there, DraftKings Sportsbook, sign up for an account and use the promo code uh, THPN. All right, it is time for best bets to wrap up the show today. Uh, Calvin, special, you're the special guest. We'll start with you. Best bet, what is it today on this NHL card? Best bet? Oh, man. Well, I, I guess I have to go with my, my Toronto boys. I knew you would. <laughs> I knew Toronto you would. Straight up. Toronto straight up. And you know what? I am feeling really confident uh, going into the playoffs. We finally have three pretty solid goaltenders. Obviously, Anderson's been shaky, but Campbell's looked fantastic. I actually like Riddick. I think he's a great backup. Um, you know, he's feisty, and uh, we're pretty healthy. You know, we've. I, I think we're. I think we're looking primed, right at the right time. 
So I'm feeling real good. I mean, the eye test tells you this team's a, a legit Stanley Cup contender, and everything you've watched Absolutely. the last 17 years with the Leafs franchise tells you they'll find a way to fuck it up. So yeah. I'm, I'm going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This looks like a team that should make a run, should yeah. go deep, could be in the final four, if not the final. But then you remember, this is the Toronto Maple Leafs franchise. I know. The last playoff series win was 2004. Don't break Pat my heart Quinn, again, boys. Pat Quinn was the, the coach back then. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Pat Quinn. We miss him. Um, and Pat Burns. There's a, both Pats that formerly coached the Leafs way back in the day, Burns and Quinn. That's mm-hmm. how long it's been. You know, that the Leafs have won a playoff series. So yeah. there's that monkey off the back element to this playoff run yeah. that is about to begin for the Leafs. And it has to start with winning that first round uh, against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. So Calvin liking the Leafs here uh, as his best bet. Alex B. Smith, you're back in the fold. You haven't had a best bet for a while. What do you like here tonight? Yeah, I'm going to go with that draw with uh, Minnesota and St. Louis at plus 325. Like I said, this is just uh, kind of the style that the Wild have played as of late. Uh, even though I said five of the last six games have gone overtime, but they also had two other games in that stretch that were, you know, still decided by one goal. So, uh, you know, they just haven't really put teams away by margin. And uh, he said, it's still a solid St. Louis team, even with uh, them resting a couple of guys. Keep in mind, St. Louis has had a ton of injuries, like you mentioned. So, you know, they've got some depth uh, that can, you know, can keep them afloat and, and skate for a game. So, uh, and if the St. Louis gets to a lead early, I could see the Wild at least trying to fight back and get one point. So I like that draw, plus 325. That's my best bet tonight. All right. There you go. A draw with Minnesota and St. Louis. Plus I like that a lot, Someone's going to yeah. win some big money off that. I think so, because he's been good with draw. This is <laughs> Alex B. Smith is really, for, and we've been together for a long time. We've, we, yeah. we know well, what I can tell. This guy knows his stuff. He's on, he's on yeah. He knows first period and first period overs and the draws, and he's hit a bunch of draws at great prices this year. Right. And that one makes a ton of sense because the head-to-head history says tight, close games that have gone to overtime with these two teams. And recently, Minnesota's played a lot of close. St. Louis too. They went to overtime yeah. with the Kings the yeah. other night, so yeah, really it definitely perfect. makes a lot of sense. I like Felino, that one. Felino to score, also that one. <laughs> there you go, Nick Felino. We'll I'm see. feeling it. I don't know. I'm feeling it. Sometimes those are the best bets. The gut feel. Yeah, you know, yeah. where you just feel this is the night for something to happen. Yeah. Uh, and it could yeah, be that too. way. For, I feel like it. <laughs> yeah, it could be that way for Nick Polino tonight. Uh, this is a tough one for me. This card, very tough to say what's the best bet. I think the best of the – I'm not going to give you the parlay, I, I, although I like that, Vegas and Colorado. I'm going to give you that Vegas team total instead. Uh, Vegas over three and a half, minus 110 uh, team total. That'll be my best bet. I think they can get to four goals tonight against San Jose. And, again, for the Golden Knights, there's no let up. You've got to force Colorado to have to beat L.A. twice. If you win tonight, that's what it's going to take for Colorado to win the division. They're going to have to beat L.A. twice. Uh, You don't want to risk it, take it to chance with Vegas losing tonight, and then Colorado just needs two points in the final two games to win the division. So I think Vegas will take care of business and win the game, but I think they'll also get at least four goals in the process. So uh, Vegas team total over 3.5, minus 110. Uh, That'll be my best bet for this Wednesday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, Thanks to uh, Calvin Pepper for joining us as our special guest. And of course, Alex B. Smith, great to have him back. He'll be back with us tomorrow on the Thursday edition of the show. Uh, A reminder, the Ice Guys is live on YouTube seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeart. Uh, You can find 
the Ice Guys podcast on all those platforms. For Alex B. Smith, for special guest Calvin Pepper, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday. Enjoy the games and good luck. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.